Yo. You, you, you are now listening to the smoking section. Oh, yeah. Or you'll find hot topics. And fire conversations. Keep it locked. Yeah, me. Is last time or is this the same one? No, same one. Same one. These people need to fucking sponsor me already. But um, same platform, still thugging it out the same way, man. You know how that goes. Hey, I, so you have a sponsor with Anchor or what? Yeah, yeah, bro. I hit um, I hit a certain amount of um, some streams, dude, and they uh, they hit me up for a fucking for like a little deal, like you know what I mean, for a little uh, uh, in, uh, uh, ad ad sponsorship. So I, I rolled with it. You know what I mean? Um, try to, you know, try just trying to try to keep my options open. You know what I mean? With as far as making money, I'm not a huge advocate for Anchor. I mean, it does, you know, it is the home of my podcast. You know what I mean? It's been the easiest way I've ever podcasted or even thought about podcasting. So, but yeah, yeah, I'm almost done with that one. I'm almost done with that. And you're on everything now, right? You're on, you're on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, and Anchor, and what else? Uh, God, yeah, fucking Breaker, Google Podcasts. I'm on, dude. I'm on like ten different platforms. You heard it, guys. So, if you guys want to listen to, if you want to listen to this one back or hear any other of Corpses podcast, make sure you guys check them out. It's the Smoking Section. Or, or smoke, yeah, smoking section. Section. I put smoking session on uh, on my on my title, but I, I'll I'll edit it. But yeah, smoking section. The smoking section on all pretty much all podcast platforms. So check them out. Uh, Jordan said, "What up?" Oh, what up, my man, main man, Jordan. <coughs> yeah, it was dude. good, bro. How was uh, how was North Carolina? It was good, dude. How, man, happy Thanksgiving as well to you, bro. Yeah, how was, happy Thanksgiving how was too. To you I, I don't know how taboo it is to tell Indians happy Thanksgiving, so I, I just wanted to be uh, low key about that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, nah, dude, it was good. We were me and my son flew in, and then um, honestly, bro, just posted up like all my nieces and nephews would come over by the pad and shit, you know. So. It, it was it playtime, you know. Everyone's everyone's playing. I'd babysit, watch, whatever, you know, and just sisters dropping in and out, you know, coming by, whatever, whatever. So it was uh, it was good. It was good just to kind of relax, have everybody around me at the same time, you know what I mean, and and see family. Good man, that's good. I'm glad you got out there, cause I know you've been grinding lately, bro. Especially with this. Yeah. Uh, you know, with this other shit you got going on. I don't know if you want to talk about it too much on the internet, but yeah, bro, that shit's, I know you've been grinding, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. And, and likewise, dude, you, you've really, it's been crazy to watch and, and always see, you know, your name popping up with the lives and stuff, dude. And it's, it's crazy to think that like, not too long ago, you're like, yo, like, Hey, my man, I'm, I'm finna, I'm finna take this leap. I'm finna take this jump real quick. And it's like, all right, you know, go for it. You're yeah, really man. doing it, man. It's crazy. It's it's been rough. I I promise you. There's not endless nights where we're you know me and, and my group are talking with each other and just talking about the numbers and it's just like, you know, it's not it's not where we want it, but we know with uh, with ambition and just consistency, it's just gonna get bigger and bigger and bigger. I mean, you know, you know how it is, bro. You've even said the last time we spoke on the phone just about 
just tweaking something a little bit different that you didn't even know that you had to tweak with speaking differently or 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 not hesitating on the things that you speak on has blown your podcast out of out of the water and it's just sometimes it just takes tweaking something or a little transition and we haven't found it yet but i promise you we will dude and that's that's one thing you know even like the last time we were talking about like you know it was good like we were talking about kinds of stuff man and and one thing you said was like how you like to keep your 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 viewing and the atmosphere that you bring to your to your streams, you like to keep it playful, keep it lighthearted. And it's like, it's good to see that even though you guys are maintaining, trying to have this playful atmosphere, it does still doesn't go without refinement. You know, like comedians refine their jokes. You know what I mean? They work out these, these punchlines and these bits and shit. And so even for you guys who are trying to keep everything cool, you know, you guys are not trying to get all, all into all this other different shit. You know what I'm saying? And it's good though to see and hear that you guys are still trying to refine refine y'all's purposes, man. Because yeah, well, you know, my take on that is is you know, I mean, you know that behind this camera, when I'm playing video games, I'm pretty much the same person as if we were just kicking it, having a couple of beers at your crib, you know. So that I my goal with streaming was to not like have a character and not um be something different because I wouldn't I didn't want to have to put a new you know that same face on every single time that I and streaming whether we're doing this podcast or we're, whether we're playing video games or doing something because it's just so easy to be naturally yourself um but creating a safe space for the way that i look at streaming is it this is a, a place for people to you know kind of come together in the chat and and i'm just the base of that they're the ones that build the community around that so it, you know once i start coming out about like oh i feel this way about something or i feel this way about something you know it kind of deters people away from that so that's why i've always tried to keep it just fun just entertainment just the video games because when it becomes something else then then that's where separation happens you know what i mean that's where mm. oh I, I agree with him on these things so i'm gonna keep watching him or i disagree with him so i'm gonna go and now i'm gonna you know, watch somebody else because I disagree with the statements that he's making. And and that's not what I, I, I never wanted that. I always want this to be a mutual standing ground for everybody because it is just entertainment at the end of the day. But when you and I had that conversation on the phone the other night, uh, last night when I was talking to the, to the stream, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to do this on Facebook because that's, that is where a majority of my viewership comes from. Uh, but as I thought about it throughout the day, I was like, you know, I shouldn't hesitate because I'm scared that somebody's going to take something the wrong way. I know that a lot of the people that are in this community will listen through for the whole context of everything. They're not just going to take a sample of what I say and then blow it out of proportion and no longer want to hang out. And if they, and if they do, then, you know, then that's, that's fine. But I, I have full faith that whoever listens to whatever we're talking to, to whatever we're talking about tonight will understand how my personality already is and then understand the full context of the conversation that we're having. So that's why I decided to stream on both platforms today. Plus, you know, I already know that whatever the dynamic between both of us when we speak about things is, is super dope. And, you know, so fuck it, bro. Let it just let it be organic and, Whoever fucks with it, fucks with it, honestly. Yeah, I even remember back in the day, like, we had had a discussion one time, and 
you know, we were kind of, and it was during the time of a lot of like cancel, canceling, cancel, cancel, cancel. And it was like, I remember thinking like, and saying like, dude, well, fuck those people. Like, I'm going to say what I want, you know what I mean? And But even then, like, I still felt myself tiptoeing around certain discussions and conversations or questions or whatever, you know what I mean? And it's like, you know, I had to remind myself of like, you know, like, fuck these people, like, and I only say these people because it's like the people who fuck with the community and fuck with what we're doing, like they're more than these people, right? They're they're my supporters, they're the, they're the community, they're they're the fools who are checking in with the smoking section, you know what I mean? Who tap in it was like, you know, it was good. So not y'all, but the people who want to take fifteen seconds out of a three hour discussion or take one piece of my opinion. And then try to drape it around me as to, you know, or drape it around whatever discussion I might be having. It's like, you know, I just realized it's like, dude, whatever. Y'all get mad. Get mad. Like, you know what I mean? Get mad. Whatever. Because you, it's like, to me, it's like you already came into this discussion with a preset idea. Like, you know what I mean? Of what it means to have certain stances or values or morals or, or opinions on things. You know what I mean? So... I've always, I've always fucked with our combos, bro, because our, our conversations have always went 10, 15, 30 different ways. You know what I mean? Always, Play man. On both sides. <clears throat> yeah, and that's the thing. Uh, I've found myself in a lot of situations where people get upset because I do like to play the devil's advocate. A lot of times in situations and conversations, I won't give my stance on things right away. Uh, I'll play devil's advocate first to you know, get the feel of, of, of the conversation at hand or, or the other person's opinion or their stance on what we're talking about. And then after that, I'll give my, my opinion or my stance on things. And I've found that a lot of the time when you do that, when you do that in a situation, it makes the other person uncomfortable. And with that uncomfortableness comes aggression and, and comes anger. So that's where the debate and that's where the heated conversation comes in. And a lot of times it can be good. Uh, and it can be beneficial because you can kind of steer that in a, in a direction that you want to. But a, a, a lot of times it can be, you know, bad too, especially before you've, uh, you know, said your portion of how you feel. People automatically already assume that you feel the opposition or opposite of how they feel because you're playing devil's advocate. So, it, it, you know, it's 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 a gray area for me to play devil's advocate. But I know with certain people like you, I can do that because – you're open-minded and you're, you allow yourself to uh, think on both sides. And that's where we're, I feel like that's where we're kind of drifting off in this day and age where we're at right now is that people don't want to hear both sides or they refuse to look at it from the other side. I mean, a lot of things that, you know, my mother told me, I take a lot of the way that I am now because of things that my mother told me and a lot of people's mothers told them in the past that we never really listened to until now that we're older. And, you know, my mother always said, well, walk a mile in that, in that person's shoes and then, and then see how you feel or imagine how they feel after walking a mile in those, those people's shoes. So it's, you know, that and treat others, how you want to be treated. Those are like the two main keys that a lot of people in the society now are missing. They're so quick to, automatically jump on or jump down somebody's throat because they feel the opposite without understanding why they feel the opposite. And, and it, you know, this touches, I know there was some points that you wanted to bring up today. And that is, that is probably one of the main points to why people can't 
you know, continue to have conversations after they disagree with each other is because a lot of people close themselves off once they once they find somebody that disagrees with them instead of understanding why they disagree with them. Hmm. Yeah, it's and I don't know and I don't know if it's because of see, and I, I really do think it's further before I would blame it on social media like that people it's just so easy to block people on social media. You know, you want to be able to say something witty and catchy in response to an opinion or to a stance so that, you know, you get the likes and that you get this X, Y, and Z, you know, this, this validation, you know, but I think it just goes even further to where it's like, I just believe because we have became so adept to social media that even off of it, we have this need for these short winded, you know, prefabricated responses, the racist card, the, the transphobic card, the homophobe card. I, I'm going in on it. You know, <laughs> you, play all these, you play these cards, like these fucking prefabricated, like you've been practicing this shit in the fucking mirror. You've been waiting for somebody like me to come along and have a different opinion of you so that you could throw this fucking zinger out. But it's yeah. like, and I just, I find it crazy because like us, we can get way off script. You know, we have these, these things we've thought of and obviously, you know, cause we have our opinions, but we can get way off script and be like, yeah. huh, you know, this person now challenging what I, what I've not only thought of in my own head, but what's something I might already believe. I might actually believe this shit that I'm thinking in my head is true. I might actually believe that that's the way that life is. Yeah. And I think so and we, okay so to so to wrap my point and we've talked about this as well is, is i feel like people can't people can't handle that part they think that once their beliefs and these superstitions and these things that they hold on so dear to like that their world just comes crumbling around them bro their world just crumble around them if it's challenged or if they may actually be presented with new information that might make some fucking sense, right? That's the like, biggest part, right believe, there. You know, I don't know. Yeah, that, uh, so Kevin Kevin makes a good point. He just says that people have forgotten that everybody's entitled to their own opinion. You know, just the way that we have our own opinion, people forget that other people should be entitled to their own opinion as well. And that opinions aren't an attack against you or against what you disagree with. But if everybody had the same idea and everybody had the same opinions on the same topic, you wouldn't be able to progress. There'd be no progression. There'd be no. And I agree with that statement because, you know, if if you have an idea. Oh, OK. Like uh, like the shirts. Right. We did the we did the collaboration together and we went through, I think, four different variations of it. And like you would send me the very uh, like you would send me the the art and I'd be like, OK, let's do it like this and like this. And then you'd be like, oh, I like this. And then I'd be like, OK, if, if like add that and then do this and then we'll put this together. And then it came out, I think, in my opinion, as the best piece that we could have had because both of us were able to put our two cents into things. Um, and like, even, even when coming up with the name Kagini, I mean, like we, you and I like sat down and had a conversation and we were like, okay, this is what I think. And you were like, this is what I think. And it, boom, it came together. And that shows mm -hmm. progression. You know what I mean? Th I mean, that's a simple little anecdote about it, but that alone 
And, and like, even if you would have said, oh, I don't like that, or I would have said, oh, I don't like that, then we would have understood, okay, well, let's go a different route with it then, or let's go a different route with it then. Like, that's how – it can be that easy. It can be that simple. But but you brought up the perfect thing is social media. <clears throat> and I never even really thought about, like, the blocking thing. I never thought about that. But that is such a perfect example of how easy it is to block somebody out of – conversation of your mind or of of you know some type of argument it is that easy i mean we even see it now if there's some type of feud that goes on especially like with celebrities or something the first thing they do is block them on twitter block them on instagram block them on this block them on that like why is it that social media has such a high power to be able to do that instead of people sitting down and having a conversation with each other to try and figure mm-hmm. out their differences. You know what I mean? It, it's, it's absolutely wild. It's absolutely wild. You literally can apply that process to any topic and the same outcome would emerge science. For instance, if we didn't have scientists challenge each other, other results, we would not be where we are today. That's absolutely true. Even, exactly. even just making an attempt to understand someone else's point of view goes a long way. Absolutely. 100%. I, I believe that 100% is that if you try, <clears throat> even if you disagree with somebody to the highest degree, there's no way that they can change your mind. If you try and understand why that person thinks that way, you have, you, you now both hold so much power because you're understanding why you think the way you do. They're understanding why they think the way they do. And now you guys are both understanding why you guys each think the way each other thinks. And that's where you can smooth the surface there. Like, okay, I understand that you will think that way and I can't change your mind. But we agree on uh, 90 other, you know, 90 other topics. Yeah. Just this topic alone, we don't agree with. It's, it's fucking wild, bro. It's wild. See, my, thing is, my thing is, I even think of is, is I think of the believer, right, to an atheist, right? And so for me, right, there's no way that, I would ever be convinced that there's not a God, right? I'll put that out there. There's no way I could ever be convinced. But I can understand how one could believe what they believe, right? I can I understand why you might feel that way or you might believe that. For me, in my reality, in my fucking head, I just can't wrap my brain around it. And my thing is I'm hoping people understand what they could take away from something like that, right? Because some people... You know, you get into these super, you know, who are on one side of either aisle, you know, they're like, man, I can't hang out with somebody who believes in fairy tale people who live in the clouds. And then you got the other people like, yo, I can't believe there be somebody who's just godless. You know, you get the, to me, I just say, well, I need that person to exist because he, they help me be more rooted in my belief. I understand like, huh. You know, you don't believe in a God, but I do. So that actually makes me believe in it even that much more. Because the more you may question me, like in conversation or in debate, the more you question me, the deeper I fall into my faith. Because I'm going to explain this shit. I'm going to just tell you, bro. Like, listen, dog. I, I, like, listen, bro. I, like, I got the riddles. Like, you know? Like, it that's funny that you brought. That's funny that you brought that one up because I know when you when you posted on your Instagram story for podcast ideas, somebody I I, I remember seeing somebody had mentioned uh, people that push religion onto others. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, it was something along those lines. And yeah. <clears throat> I, it's funny. I was just talking to my mom today. I was just talking to my mom today because for a long time, I didn't believe in God. Mm-hmm. For a long time, I didn't. Not saying that I believe in God. I don't believe. In, I don't believe in God. I don't believe in the God that everybody says there is. But I do believe in yeah. there is a higher being. I do. Be, I believe that it's, it is impossible for this. I, I literally just had this conversation with my mom. It, I believe that it is literally impossible for this whole world that was created and for uh, you know I broke it down to uh, that everything is so intertwined with each other to the point where a man was born with a penis and a woman was born with a vagina and you insert the penis into the vagina in order to create life. Like that is such a, a purposeful design for that just to be coincidence that it happened like that. Um, And, but it's crazy because I, it took me a long time, like into my twenties to realize that like what I believed, but both my parents are very, very religious. Like my mom uh, is like studied Catholicism, went to Catholic school. And my dad is very religious. Like most Mexicans from Mexico are. So for me to grow up and be baptized and then be able to freely think by myself to, and then come to a realization that I finally came to, like, it's very, very hard to not believe in that. But I do believe that it is poor to push your beliefs and your religion onto somebody Um, like a lot of religious, a lot of religious people, like actual religious people won't do that. Uh, They'll, what I've learned is that what they'll do is they'll understand that they believe in their religion and they'll understand that if their religion is the truth. Like, like so let's take Catholics, for example, right? They'll understand that if if Catholicism is the truth, then God will find their that their uh, his way into their hearts eventually and mm-hmm. to not push onto it. Uh, so I I do think that pushing not only religion, but most of your beliefs, any of your beliefs, any of your views onto somebody to force them to think the same way that you think is very, very wrong. Like very, very wrong. You shouldn't do that at all because we have, you know, we have not only do we have freedom of speech, but we have free minds as well. Like we were given these minds by whoever it is. If it was science, then let it be science. But we were given these minds to freely think whatever the fuck we want to think, whether it's religion or any other opinion that we have on this world. So pushing your pushing your whatever your faith or your beliefs of anything onto somebody is 100% negative. 100%. Yeah, I don't. And sometimes it makes me even feel that people challenge you in these ways, you know, as, as individuals were challenged in these ways, just so people can confirm their own bias. Right. It's not even that they believe it that much. It's just this is all they got to hold on to. So therefore, they're about to push this shit on you so hard because they need you to believe it, too, because then it's going to make them feel better about believing what they believe in. And I just I can't fuck with that. And, and like you're like you're saying, like, I believe wholeheartedly for me to push a belief onto someone or to to push a certain perspective into to somebody's head. Right, it's just so far outside my moral, not only responsibility or obligations. If you ask me, hey, Putch, you know, do you pray over your food with your son? Yeah, I do. You know, would you do you want to hear a prayer? You know, 
No? Okay, cool, fine. Right? I mean, you could go our whole life and never ask me if I pray with my son. It's not going to hurt me. It wouldn't, like, I wouldn't be like, oh, my God, he never asked. Like, you know? <laughs> like, you know, I wouldn't be, like, disrespected, you know? It's yeah. like, those are the things. You don't want to like, hear my prayer with my son, motherfucker? <laughs> I know, how dare you, you fucking son of a bitch? But it's like, you know, it's stuff like that, man. And even as far as, you know, to even kind of even just trickle all the way back, like for people to sit here and not have the ability to disagree on things, I think pulls all that in all that weight in there as well. You know what I mean? It's like no, no, but they, on. to touch back on what you were saying, because I was making this point for a reason. And you said something along the lines of pushing your faith because it makes you or not only your faith but your opinion because it makes you feel better that other people feel the same way that you do and honest to god that is how i view our society today right now everything that's going on and it circles back to going all the way into it the racist the transphobic the homophobic all that shit that you're talking about that you brought up relates back to that one thing i feel better and i want you around if you feel the same way that i do mm -hmm. and for somebody that for somebody to come in and challenge that now you are the enemy we could be friends for 10 years i could be friends with somebody for 10 fucking years but i say something outlandish to them they cut all ties with me, bro. I, I could I could have gone to Christmas with your family and broke bread at Thanksgiving with them, but because I believe politically something is wrong or right, and they don't, now I'm thrown out the fucking window, and that is wrong. That is it's like if I cause no harm to you, no violence, I I didn't fuck you over in any fucking way. How how can my words hurt you? How can my mm -hmm. words hurt you? It's funny. I saw a clip today. I saw a snippet today that said, uh, if somebody's words can hurt you, then you will never be successful. If you yeah. say, oh, my God, your opinion hurt me, you will never be successful because you will not make it past anything because no matter what you do, it could be this podcast right here that we're doing. Somebody's, somebody somewhere is going to hear this and be like, fuck these two crazy ass motherfuckers. They have no idea what they're talking about. Like, it's going to happen. I promise you, it's going to happen. And, like, that is always going to exist in the world. It's mm -hmm. always going mean, And think about it. Think about it. I may have thicker skin because of the business that I was in. Because you sold cars with me, bro. You were right there. Yeah. You know what rejection, what real rejection feels like. That, like, that. it doesn't feel good. But once you get past being able to get through that, you know that there's success on the other side of it. So words do not hurt, dude. Words do not hurt. I mean, I, I remember being a kid and we used to say that like, na 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 boo boo, I'm rubber and you're glue. Whatever you say bounces off me, it sticks back to you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like we used to say that where sticks and stones may break your bones, but words can never hurt me. Like where are those values today? Where are those values today? We don't like we don't I mean I do but we don't teach our kids in society these days that anymore. You know what we teach our kids in society that that my son can go to school wearing a dress and it's okay. That's what we teach kids like these days. 
Yeah. That's what we you, <laughs> that's what we teach them, bro. Well, how are we how are we creating success and how are we setting them up for the rest of their lives by not teaching them the base core values that we learned as kids? How? Well, if anything, yeah, I think- if I teach my kid this, what I'm talking about right now, and somebody from this new generation comes and sees how I how I talk to my son and how I'm raising my son, and 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 I believe that I'm raising my son to be a gentleman. Yes, thank you, no, ma'am, all this stuff, and excuse me, cover your mouth when you sneeze, all that shit. Uh, if somebody from this new generation sees how I'm raising my son, they're gonna tell me that I'm doing it wrong because I'm not looking at the things in society that need to be taught. And fuck that. Like, how am I like nobody's really going to care if my kid comes to school in a fucking dress? Nobody's going to fucking care. Like, why are we putting that out in the fucking world? (laughs) No, like if my kid goes to work and he's five minutes late, I care more about that than if he wore a fucking dress to school. Honest to God. Honest to God. Yeah, I think I think what a lot of that even boils out to, dude, is. We are we are starting to be led by a generation of kids, young people, right? And I, I say even kids, meaning some, anybody 35 and younger, right? Because we are the kids. Like, we are – our parents are now the grandparents, you know what I'm saying, of all of our babies, right? We were the kids. Our, we can't call our, them babies anymore. We have to call them babies. No fucking <laughs> No fucking way. So I'm just fucking. Is, I'm fucking with you. I'm fucking with you. I just wanted to throw a fucking wrench in there real quick. I'm just fucking with you. I'm just fucking with you. So our our little homies, right? Our little homies who are coming out, you know, now are starting to kind of come out of college and come out of this and come out of that. They are fucking. They're the ones pushing most of the agenda, right? And that's fine. You believe there is an agenda? What do you mean? <laughs> well, what agenda do you mean they're pushing? So they're pushing this new agenda, right? And what this is, is an agenda created by people who have never, they've never really experienced hardship, right? Like, what what have you guys really went through? Even us, what was the worst thing we went through? 9-11, right? Like, 9-11 was probably the most impactful thing that had ever happened to us, right? And even then, that didn't affect us the same way that, like, Vietnam affected our generation of young men because they were out there in the fucking jungles. You get what I'm saying? Or 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 World War II, right? The so well, I but think I think I with the 9-11 thing, I think with the 9-11 thing, just to cut you off real fast, I think because I was so young when that happened, I was 10 years old when that happened. The, uh, there was a lot more unity and togetherness in the country for like f- four to five years during that time mm-hmm. than there is right now mm-hmm. there in the world right now. So there, it did create, it did like create some type of effect onto the world, uh, but it wasn't everlasting. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. You know, once they came out and was like, Hey, there wasn't really, you know, weapons of mass destruction and all this shit. It was like, our American identity kind of crumbled a little bit. You know what I mean? Where we were like police of the world and, you know, the big brother of, of the globe type of, type of feel. They, um, they, uh, they definitely fucked that up. And I think ever since then, so think about that, right? So since about 2000 and, you know, what, 
2008-ish, there's been this narrative of, damn, the government lies to us, you know, that they need to be more straight up, this and that. And it's like, so when you start taking that, when you create that distrust in the people who set your standards, then everything else starts to become questioned. So now the young people who are coming up have this idea that, you know, believe whatever you want. Like, what's facts? Like, what are facts? Like, there's no such thing as facts. Like, what the fuck are you, like, what are you talking about, player? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. (laughs) Because I I, I do believe that, though. I do believe that the, there are parts of that that I do believe. Like, I do believe that the cover, I do believe that the government is corrupt. Portions of the government is corrupt. Now, it, corruption based off the views that a lot of the society thinks, like racism and things of that nature, not so much. As far as money goes, absolutely. Things that they're trying, things that they're trying to do that they shouldn't be doing, absolutely. But w- people have to understand that currently, right now, in our world is that there are. Lo- the society is allowing government to take over and take the reins of a lot of things that they shouldn't be taking over. Uh, for example, the politics in the world right now between presidencies is based off of race, based off of civil war and racial inequalities and things of that nature, which is bullshit. Like you're you're now you're electing presidents based off the color. Like they want you to base your vote on the president based off the color of your skin. I mean, Joe Biden said it himself, right? He said, if you vote for Trump over me, then I don't think you're black or then you're not black or something, something in that line of words. And that is bullshit. That's bullshit. Like uh, we need to understand and be able to elect officials that are going to better our country, better our States, better our counties. And what a lot of people don't understand is that we have, that power to overturn or to rule out those people but they're but they're too busy brainwashed and seeing things on social media about the real problems in the world and and now they're making them real problems and the yeah. government's just sitting back laughing collecting checks and saying ah oh, well look who look who you put into power the people that are are making you believe these things yeah it's it like and that's all based off of the fact that you're only keeping like-minded people around you so you don't have anybody to challenge you to make you understand that hey what the 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 thoughts that you're thinking they might be wrong they are wrong open your eyes up open your brain up a little bit and let more thoughts in to understand that what you are doing is causing a mistake and that's why people are going to start getting mad about how their children are raised or how their children are taught in school and guess what the only thing that you can do is point the finger back at yourself and say fuck i made this mistake i made my bed now i'm laying in it i'm fucked and then you yeah. have people on the other side of the spectrum that are upset because the majority of people are listening to this because it's so persuasive and it, it, it is an agenda that people are listening to, but they make it sound so fucking good. They make it look like a big juicy piece of steak that everybody wants to fucking take a bite out of. And then they buy into it to a mouthful of maggots and they're fucked. You know what I mean? And we're just sitting back like, hey, we got to live with your guys' mistakes too. But guess what? I'm going to make sure that I have my fucking my arsenal ready of thoughts and whatever else I need here in my house. I mean, I use the word arsenal for a reason, but I'm going to make sure that I have everything in, in prepare, like so that I'm prepared when shit really does pop off. And guess what? You're going to be in the majority of people that are fucked and stuck here. And I'm going to get the fuck out of here. Brother, and let me tell you, word. just to even go back, right? 
Joe Biden, before he even declared who his VP was going to be, literally said, my VP will be a woman and will be a woman of color. And a lot of people thought that he was going to go for the chick from uh, uh, Michigan or Minnesota or whatever her name is. Um, but my question was, was even this was, why does it have, why does that even be declared? Why is he saying that? Why can't we just say, I'm going to pick the person who I think is going to be the best vice president for the United States of America? Because it ain't right to the world to say that right now, bro. And the it's only, a part of the agenda. The and only way for him to get into office, thing, bro. They want to think, they really think, you you mean to fucking tell me that these son of a bitches go through re-election every few years and Joe Biden just so happens to have stayed in Congress and stayed around for 20-some years, 30 years, because he doesn't have an agenda, because he doesn't have a 10-year plan, because, oh, he just fucking goes up there and talks a fucking good game. No hell. No hell. There's a whole agenda. There's a whole fucking plan to keep executing, to keep your ass in the same fucking seat and create career bureaucrats to get their fucking paychecks from their fucking people who are helping them push, you know, uh, uh, companies who help with fucking sex changes, companies that help with this, companies that help with opioids, companies that help with fucking private prisons, you fucking shitbags, you know, NIH, all this other bullshit where all this fucking money's going. These people are in... Uh, <laughs> He said, hold on real quick. Let me up, buddy, because it's getting a little hot in here, bro. <laughs> Man, I was I was at Lodge earlier, bro. That's kind of why I was talking too, because you know, whatever fucking uh you know. Are you we open to talking? Are you open to talk are you open to talking about that on online? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Because it kind of relates back. Uh, like, I wanted to ask you a question because I know the answer, but just f- you know, for the sake of conversation, the topic, I was going to ask you a question about it. So, for those people that don't, people want representation of minorities everywhere. Personally, as an Asian woman, I have never really seen it that way. <sighs> Let me tell you, Rebecca, I am a Mexican American male who is very dark who gets confused for black all the time who has a black and brown child mix who underst- I understand that I have to teach my son to speak a certain way uh, because a lot of people are going to believe that he's uneducated because of the views that people have of racial inequalities these days and I know that I'm going to have to raise him t- to be right but he's going to be raised correctly and know how to talk to everybody every single person on this earth the same way and and that's how you should raise your kids especially as a person of color okay i, I like i i feel like calling people people of color is just as bad as calling them something derogatory like it, it, i'm just a yeah. person you know what i mean i'm i'm just a fucking person if I wanted to be like someone, it didn't matter what they look. Exactly. You can relate to every single person. It doesn't matter. I mean, I there's so many arguments that I can make right now. The biggest issue is that I'm on the Internet. So there's a lot of things that may sound very, very confrontational. But just know that if one race can say their race and that power, then every race should be able to say that race and that power. Everybody Absolutely. should be able to do it. So the issue for me is that we set standards. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna get away from the Freemasonry for a second, and I'm gonna say this. Okay, 
A lot. Okay, this this is something that I feel very deeply about. So I want I'm gonna say this and I'm gonna say it very clear so that everybody understands my view on things is that I believe that everybody, I believe, me personally, I believe that everybody on this world is equal unless unless you cause harm to somebody. If you cause harm to somebody, especially a child, then you are worth nothing. Your life is worth nothing. Okay. So let me make that very clear. I believe that everybody is equal. I don't give a fuck if you make more money, if you make less money, if you're brown, black, yellow, brown, purple, whatever. Unless you, if you cause violence or, or hatred and hurt somebody, and it's a child, especially then you are a piece of shit and you deserve to be buried alive. So that's one thing. Okay. So the issue currently that I see majority of the time, and this is with all societies, not just racial societies, but other societies that we've mentioned earlier tonight. People are asking for equality, equality, this equality that I want the same things. And this goes down all the way down to feminism, right? It go, it's on all spectrums. I'm not leaving anybody out. So if you guys got ears, fucking perk them up. Cause I'm talking about all of y'all. Everybody is asking for equality. The issue is they're not willing to give the same equality that they're asking for. I'm going to say it again. If you're asking for equality, if you're asking whether it's a race issue, whether it's a sex issue, whether it's a gender issue, if you're asking for equality, give the same equality back that you're asking for. That's it. Mm -hmm. And it goes back again to what my mom used to tell me. Treat people the way that you want to be treated. Mm-hmm. That's it. It's that simple. It's that fucking simple. If you want to be equal, treat other people as you're equal. You're not above anybody. Nobody. Now, is even anybody. going off what you said, let me hop in there. Is is I go as far like as you said earlier. Everybody, any nation, any creed, color, you should be able to say that and power behind it. So, for all my people, I Native American, Brown Pride, Red Man, all that, right? I should be able to say that as loud and as equally and rightfully as another man can say white power, black power, right? They should be able to say it just as fucking loud as I can say mine, as long as you don't fuck with me, right? Like, as long as you're not bothering me, you say what you need to say, I'm going to say what I need to say, right? Because everybody here is equal. We're all equal. You and your fucking Scandinavian fucking people, right? Goddamn God bless you, player. Live that shit up, right? Wherever you're from, wherever, whatever, bro. You know, whatever. I don't give a fuck. Just don't bother me, right? And for whatever reason, people feel like just because they hear, hear these things that are different from them, you know, that may offend them or their family or their lineage may have had a run-in with these certain people. Like, why, you know, but, but why? Like, why do we must, why must we keep this up? Like you're keeping it up now. That's a, that's that's a funny point that you bring up. Their lineage had something to like your family's lineage and somebody else's family lineage cross paths at some point, right? Sorry for my dog back in, barking in the background. She's going nuts. <laughs> but that's a funny point because there are people these days currently that are stating that you should you like not not you but you should. Be at fault for your ancestors 
decisions and their issues that they had. If that's the case, then we should all we're all fucked. Okay? Because if you go if you really go back like excuse me. If you really go back to my family, like down my family tree, like I'm Aztec from Oaxaca, like my dad is Aztec from Oaxaca, right? Aztecs as Indians, most especially of most Indian cultures of that time frame, like I don't I hate to use the word because it might be offensive, but we're savages, bro. They're that that like savage in the point of war that we see currently is quick. The war that that those you know that that generation of people had was like horrible <laughs> putting people's heads on on sticks and fucking slaughtering them like that's bad so if you really want to talk about you know ha- like dealing with your ancestors problems then we're then we should all be fucked because every single one of our ancestors had had ties into something along those lines whether you're from you know the european line of things and 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 you know, you help take over this country, or even as people part of this country who fought each other in civil war, you you are the problem. Then, if you're going to look at it like that, but why should I have to deal with my father's issues? Why, if the, if my dad has a fucking 450 credit score and is in debt, and I make millions of dollars, well, like I got to pay his debt now for what? He caused his own debt, not me. Mm-hmm. That's not my that's not my issue. So. When when people, especially right now, are are like, "Oh, you you were white. Your family owned slaves." Okay, okay, okay. Like, mm-hmm. I, I I just go I just go to school and hang out with all the cool kids, and I listen to Soldier Boy on the weekends and play video games on Twitch. Like, what does that have to do with me? You know what I mean? Like, uh, that that to me that to me is is a far cry for help. That is a far cry to revolve everything back to what we were talking to. That is a far cry of, I want your opinion to be just like mine. And I'm trying to make that happen because I'm going to force people out. And I'm no longer going to listen to the context of their conversation. I'm going to force them out because I already know prejudged that they're not going to think the same way that I do. But I guarantee you a lot of the time they do. I guarantee you a lot of the time they do. Okay, from chat real quick. I met several Asians who don't date anyone who's not Asian, and sometimes they won't even date outside of their specific ethnicity. It makes no sense. Now, okay, now this one I can understand a little bit, and here's why. Uh, For cultural reasons, I can see why that would be a thing. If that's not the reason, then I don't understand. And, uh, you know... A lot of Latinas are crazy, so. <laughs> so being Native American, it's I'm now when I think about marriage and I'm thinking about long term, you know, long term, I might. I'm a little more lenient to the idea of dating somebody who's Native American, right? Like in really sticking to that, you know, but. I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, be cut off to people. So I know that culturally I need to be with somebody who has that type of experience. Cause you know, I go do powwows, I dance, I sing, you know, all this shit. Like I'm involved in my culture. So it's like, for me, I need somebody who understands that. So I can understand where, you know, Hey, shout out your fucking community. Cause they always happen with you and they'd be fucking super active. 
they keep this fucking they're keeping this thing rolling right yeah, now. No, but hold on, but on on that tie, but you understand that there would be there would be people open to that though, right? Like learning about that. That's why yeah. that's why that's why you can't like not saying you specifically, but that's why you can't really cut out ties to people that are not in the same cultural region as you because there might be somebody that is from a different side of the world from you that you you know show a powwow or something like that to and they fucking fall in love with it and now they're they're balls deep in it and and they want to continue to do those types of things so you can't leave anybody out fair enough fair enough so i think a better way to then to have say it to say it is is you know is is to even be with somebody who who it has the openness to it, the willingness to be culturally involved, whether it's with their own culture or mine. Because I am, ex- I do get excited about learning about Hispanic culture or Black culture, you know, wherever it's fucking derived from, Egyptian, this, this, whatever, fucking anything. I, I get, I, I get super. I'm like, yeah, like you're know, like, show me, show me your shit, dude. This is dope. Like you know, like, this is the coolest fuck. And that's why, um, so that's why being able, being able to have. Um, open conversation in any type of relationship that you have, uh, whether it's a, you know, like a lover, like a love relationship or even a friendship, you should be open to being able to hear about everybody's ideas and their culture. But not only that, it shouldn't be like your friendship shouldn't be based off of those things. I mean, to put it in my group of friends here at home, right? Like we've got a couple Mexicans, a couple Mexicans that don't speak Spanish. We've got a Samoan guy. We've got fucking black people around us. We've got a couple white guys. We've got Romanian guys that have been in the group. Like we, like, it's all about like your judge of character and what you, what you really essentially bring to the table as long as it's not negativity. When you bring conversations to the table, that can be, I mean, think about it like this. One of the guys that I played video games, I, I've known him for two years now, and him and I have some of the best chemistry in video games that I've ever had with anybody that I play with. And he's a white guy. And we have dope-ass fucking conversations on and off screen. What, like, if I, if, if because I'm a person of color and I believe the same things that everybody else believes in in this world currently... I wouldn't even I wouldn't even play video games with the guy. That's how extreme some of these things are going. It's insane, bro. It's it's insane and it's driving me fucking crazy. And it goes back to the thing that I said earlier. If you're asking for equality, make sure you're giving that same equality. We yes. gotta give everybody a chance, bro. Unless they mm-hmm. unless they spit in your face or slap you or or disrespect your family, like how how much harm could they really be doing to you? Really? Mm-hmm. Really? Now, my, my thing as well is like, is this because we we're even talking about, and we we t- we've talked about it even a little bit earlier, but you know, media, social media, one, but media in general, you know, more people are consuming the news through social media nowadays than ever before, you know what I'm saying? And news coverages nowadays, like these journalists aren't even, well, pundits aren't held to any standards. You know what I'm saying? So here they are reporting about, you know, COVID, reporting about the Rittenhouse, they're reporting about George Floyd. And some of this shit is blatant lies. Some of the shit that they put out there are blatant fucking lies. Now, even with George Floyd, there was shit that was being put out in the media that was pure fucking lies, dude. 
they were saying like that. We're creeping into territory. Team. We're creeping into territory that I was um, nervous to creep into. But um, I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I'm, I, 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 I'm here. I'm here. I'm here for it. I, I I might tread a little lightly, but I'm I'm here for it. All right. I, I will give you my insight on the, a couple of these things. But go ahead. So they wanted. So for oh boy, they wanted murder one, right? And I'm like, you guys are fucking tripping, right? They're like, oh well, he had an altercation with him, you know, before at a nightclub. So therefore, talking about uh, George Shovel. Floyd, yeah, Shovelon, yeah. whatever. Yeah, Derek Chauvin. Um, yeah, Chauvin. There we go. And it's like, dude, well, that's still a lie. Like, that does not make premeditated murder just because they had some kind of altercation at a workplace. This isn't like. Oh, it was the restaurant issue, right? Yeah, one of them was yeah. some shit, and they got into it. And I it's heard about like, that, yeah. And they're like, "Well, we can get him for murder." I'm like, "No, dude, this is lies. Like, you were putting lies out there, and what you're going to do is is get people hyped up. You're going to get the people hyped up. They're going to the the prosecution is going to go for murder one. You're going to lose, and they're going to have full mass scale fucking riots because that was not murder one, and you can only be convicted of what you're being charged with." You can't just say, oh, well, you know what? We're going to decide to give you murder, you know, manslaughter now. No, fuck. That's what you start off with. That's what you stick with. And double jeopardy is a hell of a fucking, uh, hell of a thing to have in this country, dude. You know? It doesn't exist for those of you that don't know. Double jeopardy does not exist in this country. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? So, it's like you think, you really think that. So, even going with, even going with like this Maxwell trial. The, Hold the on, man. Man. Stay, stay on the Chauvin for a second. So, uh, so I agree with you in the sense that, like, murder one was too much for that case. I I agree with you on that. Now, hear me. When I now, when a lot of people hear me say I agree that murder one for Derek Chauvin was not the way to go, people immediately think that I think that he's innocent. False. No. That I don't believe that at all. I think that that cop is a piece of shit. And I have friends who are in the police department who would also say that exactly how he treated that situation is what they teach you not to do. They teach you specifically how to hold somebody down on the ground like that. That is the wrong way to do it. And that it, it was fucking horrible. And he's a piece of shit for that. Should he be in jail? 100%. Was murder one the case? Was murder one the case? No, it was not. See, now that's the issue. You have to listen to the full context of things. For people that are listening to you and I, if we say murder one is not the case, they fucking clip that, throw it on Instagram and say, these two motherfuckers are racist because they don't believe that Derek Chauvin should be in jail. But if they listen to the rest of the context, he's a piece of shit and should be in jail. But it, it wasn't premeditated. It There's wasn't. nowhere anywhere has evidence that somebody find found him saying, I'm going to kill this man. I'm going to strangle him with my knee and I'm going to do it on purpose. There's no I will see him at said place at said time at said at said moment. There's nowhere that says that. No, no, no. There's no, nowhere no. that says that. There's not no. a single place that says that. And I'm if you want to. If ahead, they have evidence if they had the evidence he would have been convicted that's what i tell people bro and they're like no well you know he's a white cop it's like bro he got convicted of murder too bro 
But like, do you know how long he's finna be fucking gone for? Like this, I know it's not what we wanted. Yes, he murdered this man. Yes, he murdered him right here on the floor. But when you're talking about the law, there's fucking levels to this shit, bruh. And I'm sorry, I would rather us win getting what we know for a fact happened. And for a fact, in the heat of the moment. And that is the point in, in court, right? It, it's, it can be proven without a reasonable doubt. That is but that like, is no, what it is, bro. Prove. That is what it is. And mm-hmm. that's why they do daily, daily days, even after trials. Even after trials, the jury deliberates for a long time, bro. Sometimes it's a lot shorter than others because the evidence is very clear. But the jury deliberates for a long time. And this is kind of back to what I was saying to you on uh, when we had our phone conversation. Uh, and, and we'll fill everybody in on kind of what I was saying. But, you know, a, a lot of th- times we hear that our system is is biased in one way or another. Um, and, and I say that just so that I'm not saying... T- you know, too many things. I just kind of want to say it broad, guys, because we I am streaming on Facebook. So I, I, I'm trying to be as broad as I can on a certain things. So if I'm not saying to the point of what I'm trying to say, just understand that it's a broad thing. So allow yourself to kind of open your mind to understand what I'm saying. Uh, but a lot of people are saying that our system is biased in a lot of different ways. And my take on that, and I said this to you when we were on the phone, is how how can you say that to a lot of these situations when you have to understand that the government that we've put into place currently and and the government that we put into place far beyond this and the government that our founding father of this country put into place said that in a trial of these magnitudes, you will be tried by the community. That is who the jury is. Yeah. It is the peers of your it is the people. What is it? The peers of your community. Yeah, those are the people that find you guilty based off the evidence that is given. Those are the people that find you not guilty based off the evidence given. So is it really the system or is it the people of your community telling you that what you did was wrong or right? How is that the system? Now, I can now let me play devil's advocate real quick. Okay, like I said, I like to do now. You can say that it is the system because the laws that were put in place for that specific case were created by the system absolutely but the system and the laws created show no bias there is no there is no wording in any law that you can find here in the united states whether it's by state whether it's by county or federal law that show you that it is biased from one side to the other it does not favor any single group of people so to say that the system is unbalanced is somewhat a lie. There's no there there is not a single piece of literature in our judicial system or any system that exists in our country that shows that one party is favored more than the other. Mm-hmm. If you can find it, prove me fucking wrong. Prove me wrong. No. Now, so- hold on, hold on. But what there is, what there is is laws in place not maybe not laws, but let me re- let me retract a little bit. Not laws, but there are things implemented into businesses and schools that are biased. That are biased for certain groups of people. Yeah, and those are the same groups of people that are asking for more. Yeah, yeah, and you know what? 
And like we're saying, like you were you were saying it, dude. You're judged by a jury of your peers, right? This is your community that is actually, you know, deciding your fate. So I don't think that maybe we have a as much of a justice issue as we have a community issue because the judicial system does not exist without its community. Because first you abide by your city ordinance and then your county laws and then your districts and then your state laws. And then the state decides to abide by the Fed, right? Are you learning this at the lodge? No, I mean... Oh. No. <laughs> but we oh, do I don't know. Okay, okay, because okay, I'm very familiar with the fact that they talk about this a little bit at the lodge, so I just... Uh, but, so, it's like, so, yes, so if our judicial system's a little fucked up, so, what's going on in our community, then? Who's voting for these bills? Who's voting for the laws? What? Why aren't you being more in, more involved? You get what I'm saying? Because... So for me, so George Floyd, right, out of everything I took was, they're like, you know, cops just don't fucking care. But I was like, listen, bro, like, I think there's a whole disassociation right now between us and cops, right? We, we want, you want to abolish all police? Are you fucking crazy? Like, do you know what would happen in Chicago if you did Who that? Who are you going to call? Ghostbusters? Straight <laughs> like, like you guys are printing fucking lies, dude. Like I don't know what the fuck you guys are reading, homie. Like get like what the fuck? Like turn off the TV and go fucking smell the roses because there's obviously a disassociation between us citizens and 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 the badge, right? Like there's something going on that we need to read up on and and reevaluate. You know what I'm saying? Because why is these why are these incursions happening in these communities, right? Why is somebody like um, uh, uh, homie, uh, rest in peace, Freddie Gray, selling cigarettes in front of a fucking uh, liquor store? Why is he selling CDs or whatever the fuck? Yeah, but I think that's less, of a, that's, I think that's less of a race issue, and it was created to be a race issue. It's a community issue. Yeah. It's a community so, issue. So, uh, so to talk on the equality part of that and the justice part of things right I'll, I'll i'll bring up i'll bring up this controversial topic currently which is the kyle rittenhouse thing right and there to me Uh-oh. to me i knew i knew that the verdict was going to be what it was yeah and that's because i i knew the facts of the case and everything was caught on camera and you can clearly see and it, what was happening and if you and if you are familiar with laws and especially self defense laws then you know you knew what the case was going to be okay now people were, were saying that it was unjustified and there was no justice in that trial for the people that were, that were deceased in that trial where the people that were deceased in that trial were if anything not better than that person at all because th- their track record showed so uh, mm-hmm. With one, with one being a pedophile who raped and sodomized a nine-year-old boy, the and and the, the one thing that you hear a lot is, well, why did he have a gun there in the first place? He was looking for trouble, right? That was that's the number one thing that you hear. Why did he have a gun? And why would like if he had a gun, then that means that he was looking for trouble. Let me remind you that the last person that he shot had a gun. 
pointed at his head. So if you now this goes back to the equality thing. If Kyle Rittenhouse had a gun and you're going to say, why did he have a gun? He was looking for trouble. Then you have to say the same thing about the other gentleman who had a gun and pointed it at his head. You have to be equal on both sides. You cannot be biased about that. Now, for those people saying that, oh, he was treated that way because he was white. Now, we don't even have to get into all the lies that you said, like like you said, that the media shows and portrayed that he was a white supremacist and a Trumpism and all this bullshit before they even knew what the fuck was going on or who this person was. And mind you, if you listen to anybody Anybody who's anybody on the news talk about that case, they will say the same thing. Jacob, they're going to say, the protest started because the cops killed a black man named Jacob Blake. Jacob Blake is fucking alive. He's alive. He's a millionaire now because he was shot by police wrongfully. He's alive. That's justice. He's a millionaire. That, that is justice. He was yeah. shot wrongly by the police and became a millionaire. He's alive. But guess what? It doesn't fit the narrative. So we got to say that he's fucking dead. Okay. So now to get on to the next point. That's a self-defense claim. Now yeah. there's a gentleman who just went on trial and got a not guilty verdict for self-defense against shooting the police he shot at the police and got away with it because he claimed self-defense and it was wrong because the police did not identify themselves before they entered the building they broke a piece of glass he thought he was under attack so he shot back and he wound up shooting at police it was self-defense and it went with a not guilty verdict in court guess what he was fucking black bro he was black shooting at cops so for people that say that there is no justice for black people in this fucking community because white cops killed black people, this guy shot – this black gentleman shot at cops and got away with it because he claimed self-defense. You know why? Because the system understands that those cops did their job wrong. So because they got shot at, because they did their fucking job wrong, he cannot be guilty. That's fucking justice, dude. That is mm -hmm. justice. You like this, Here's the thing that I'm going to say. If you are going to sit here and protect those people in the Kyle Rittenhouse trial who got shot, like the fucking child molester or the other fucking dude who fucking stabbed his brother in the ear with a fucking knife, then that means that you're. if you're going to call me a racist for saying Kyle Rittenhouse should have went free guilty, then that means that you fucking support pedophiles. That, oh! Like, that, that's what it is, bro. That's what it is. If you if you think that what he did was wrong, then that that by theory, by the way that you think and the way that you're saying things, that means that you believe that kids should be fucking raped. Yeah. And 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 you think that pedophiles are fucking heroes. And yeah. there's no justice for a pedophile. And the reason or, that I feel that way is because if you listen back in the podcast to what I was saying, if you harm a fucking child, you are a piece of shit, and you do not deserve to breathe, and you deserve to be fucking buried alive. Yeah, dude. That's or what it is, bro. I hope you, or if you own a business, if you own a store or a business that you provide for your family with, I can burn it down if somebody offends me. 
If somebody doesn't address me by my with pronouns, their words, with their words, yeah, or with if, their words, I hear about something that happened two thousand miles from me. I can decide to burn down your house or your property, your livelihood because because I can because I don't believe anybody should be able to stop me because I'm angry, right? And I can you, decide you know, to do that. You know that happened here in my city, right? No way. Yeah, two freeway exits away from me. I don't know if you remember, but uh, when the George Floyd thing like went big, I, I lost a shit ton of viewers. By the way, just want to let you know. Uh, but uh, <laughs> after that little rant, I lost like seven or eight viewers. But um, they'll be alright. Yeah, they'll be fine. They'll be back tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> but. Let me see. Uh, I'll check my subscriptions in a minute to see how many I've lost. But uh, yeah, man, when that whole George Floyd thing was going on and there, there was another situation that happened. We have a trolley system here in San Diego and there was a, you know, like a, a, a black gentleman who was being harassed by a trolley cop. And they burnt the city down, bro. Literally, oh literally two freeway exits away from me here in my city where I live. I live right next to the downtown part of my city, one block away mm-hmm. from me. Everything was boarded up. The police station is right on the ed- like on the end of my street, and everybody was getting ready, bro. Everybody was getting ready to make sure that if that mob came this way, shit was about to pop off. It was wild, man. Like to see my city, my city that I love so much. I mean, you know me, bro. I spent a lot of time in the 805, but I was excited to come back home. And the city that I to see the city that I love so much be burnt down the way that it was in a community of people that don't deserve that. It it was wild, man. That area where it was. I mean, that that bank that got burned down was my father's bank that he's been going to since I was a kid. It's no longer there. Uh, Like the surrounding areas. I eat a lot of uh, a lot of those places. I go to a couple of those bars that got burned around. And it's just wild, man. It's wild. that That's what we go to. But I had somebody that that I was talking to and they were telling me, you know, like we're. I appreciate you, Rebecca. Thank you, Kelly. Um, They they were saying, like, we're just tired of our pain. We want to show we want to show the pain that we're going through. And the number one quote that I have for that is an eye for an eye means that the whole world is blind. If you cause pain for me. And I cause pain back to you. And then we keep causing pain to everybody that's ever caused pain to us. When are we ever going to progress? I mean, one of the most, one of the most heartbreaking and heartwarming things that I've ever seen in my life was uh, this happened long time ago there was this pizza kid that got killed by this gang member like this pizza delivery boy that got killed by this gang member for his initiation and at the court at the trial the father forgave the killer for killing his son and walked over and gave him a hug he gave his son's killer a hug and understood that he was like an 18 year old kid and made a mistake a big mistake but he took his son's life and he gave him a hug bro and yeah. and the killer like broke down crying crying and said i cannot believe that you are forgiving me and showing me love after what i did to you and your family 
And it, that that takes a very fucking strong person. And and I hope uh, I hope that never happens to me because I will fucking I would destroy the world if that something like that ever happened yeah. to me. I know, you, I know you agree with me. But but it goes back to somewhat of how I live my life. And you know my biggest mentor was Cause. Cause is my biggest fucking mentor. And I think we talked about this on on the last time the last time we had a podcast, but you know that that man taught me the actual true definition of love and what giving love is. And if you if you show everybody love, it goes back to the mama thing, right? Show people treat people the way you want to be treated. If you treat mm-hmm. everybody with love, and that's the thing that's escaping our world right now because of the separation that we're going through. If you give everybody love and you get a little bit of love back, and then they felt how good that feels. So they go give somebody love and they get a little bit of love back. And then you just start giving and everybody just starts loving each other. Not not love and kiss, like ah, but like love, you know, like giving it, it could even go down go down to the point of you know just showing somebody that you care about what they have to say even if you disagree mm-hmm. with them let me make bring it back full circle chat for everything that we're saying but if you even if you just listen to what they have to say that is showing love that is showing love and understanding like okay i disagree with what you have to say but i i want to hear what you have to say let me hear it that's love, mm-hmm. man, and 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 we have to continue to bring that. And especially, I mean, we're blessed, right? Because we both have little boys, and yeah. our boys are about the same age. So it's easy to show our boys love as as men, you know. And and they get their love from their mamas too. And 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 Punch and I are both single fathers. For those of you guys that don't know, so you, you know, yeah. and we we respect our our sons, our their, their moms, um, but. You know, if we had if we had girls, bro, it'd be a, it'd be a little bit different, right? It'd be a little bit yeah. different. <laughs> it'd be a little bit fucking different. Hold on, real quick. All right, let me catch up with chat real quick, but before you get on to the next one, uh, true words. Thank you, Tyson. Thank you for the like, bro. I appreciate you being here. I saw something similar in a documentary. The mother of a murder victim agreed to meet with the murderer in jail, and she told him she forgave him, and he teared up. It was very surprising, powerful. Yes. Oh, let me uh, add one more part on to the pizza kid. They actually didn't. He got out of jail. The the killer got out of jail, and now they go to schools. I think this is the same two people. I think I know that there's two people that do this. I think it might be them, but they go to schools and they talk about gang violence and they talk mm-hmm. about what, how it can affect both sides of the spectrum. Yeah. A, a disagreeance, bro. A disagreeance that caused somebody's life. These two people had enough love. I mean, the father had a, a great immense amount of love, but they had enough love to come together and, provide more love for other communities to show like hey we do not want you to get to this point let's fucking let's change the world let's change what the fuck is going on let me turn my air on real quick bro chat pudge is gonna talk to you guys for a second i'm gonna i'm gonna turn the air on and maybe take a leak real quick well welcome my friends i'm here on the other side of the matrix yeah but everyone is tuning in with with my man save cisco you guys got to understand you guys lighten up his days you guys bring him a lot of joy a lot of happiness yeah he's a good guy good friend um and he's very honest yeah so everybody who's listening and if you've made it this far y'all need to understand like we come he comes from such good stock the guy that you guys 
you know, give your hard-earned money to and your your valuable time watching and your your love and support to, he's worth every fucking penny. Every penny. <laughs> yeah, send it up to your fucking to your crew, my man. Oh, I appreciate that. Yeah, oh, Jordan yeah. said he's a girl dad. Okay, okay, all right. Let's get away from this the race and all the political shit. Let's, I know you, there was a couple other things you wanted to talk about. Let's... Let's 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 move on to the next topic, bro. Because that 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 one took a lot out of people. I I can I can definitely see it in the in the numbers. <laughs> yeah, hey, and it's you know my thing, and even going back, right? So we all got to be able to agree to disagree. You know what I'm saying? And we got to facts. And and like you're saying too, we got to be able to just love each other more, forgive each other more. You know what I'm saying? Take, chance, take chances, you know, like something I've been saying lately is like, take take chances on love, loving each other, man. You know what I mean? What like, do you have to lose? What do you have to lose? Nothing. You know what I mean? People think that it's a waste in time of when you love some, like you're trying to love someone and they let you down, right? Okay. Like, you know, we're single fathers, we know what it feels like to be let down. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and our kids are little, bro. Imagine yeah. when they get older. Yeah, you know, I let him down. You know what I'm saying? I let her down. So it's like, you know, she let me down. Like, there's a bunch of letdown. Like, you know what I mean? But you, gotta <laughs> yourself, you, gotta, you gotta give yourself the space to fucking still just love people, show them the respect and dignity they deserve. You know what I'm saying? Like, you've never once ever dragged, you know what I'm saying? Nobody's name ever. Like, you know what I'm saying? Not even on no baby mama shit. Like, nobody. I've You've never dragged nobody's name. I mean, I talk my shit. But <laughs> oh, you talking about me? Oh, you talking about me? Yeah. Oh yeah, bro. I don't talk shit about. I don't really talk shit about. I mean, when you know, when when, when we were under dread, and you know, we had to you know buck up a little oh. bit and talk a little bit of shit, maybe a little bit there. But yeah, man. I, what what good is is talking shit about somebody or dragging somebody's name in the dirt gonna do me? Like, there's yeah. there is no success. No success and no succession, no progression when you do that. But guess what? When you show love, when you show love and you show appreciation, you have every amount of succession and every amount of progression when you do that, whether it's with yourself or whether it's them progressing or them showing success that you played a part in that. So it it, it, it adds to you. It helps build you up. You know what I mean? But when you drag somebody's name, that, that it's just fake. It's 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 it's. It's imaginary progression. You you literally go nowhere. If anything, you go backwards. Yeah. And so even just thinking about the whole like, you know, we are and we are, right? So for people, you know, if you've made it this far, y'all gotta understand. Being a single parent, whether you're a father or mother, right? Whatever you wanna call yourself, being a single parent is hard as fuck, right? And sometimes that shit get crazy, right? Especially if you're trying to do this, you know, especially if you're trying to do this streaming life or you're trying to do the fucking dance life or the podcast life or whatever life, you know, that you're that you're pursuing. You know, they don't shit- see it, bro. Just for the record, I've had this conversation with my boy and people do not see what goes on in our daily lives because we want to do this daily. Mm-hmm. nobody sees the things that we give up because we want to be behind these cameras or behind these microphones. They don't see it, bro. They, it, it looks easy because all we have to do is turn on a camera and talk, or all we have to do is turn on a camera and play video games. That's what they see. 
So okay. I, I agree with you on that aspect a lot, especially coming from the single father thing. Even, even you know, even with some of the things that we talk about or the, the opinions we choose to have, you know, we become dull to some of it because we want to make sure, you know what I'm saying? Like that this hard work that we put into this fucking shit isn't uprooted by a simple opinion or a misunderstanding or a lack of information. You know what I'm saying? And for us men, right, so much rides and it's working into my next where I'm trying to do this. I knew this is where we were headed. I fucking knew it. Okay, guys, hold on real quick. Let me just tell you guys. Punch sent me a a list of topics that we were going to talk about tonight so that I wasn't blindsided and we knew what we were going to talk about tonight. (laughs) We didn't talk prior to what we were going to say, but we we knew the list of topics that we were going to talk about. So I just want to let you guys know. That's why I know know where he's headed with this. We got off on a little bit of a tangent on the last one. And the last one wasn't really the topic that we were going to talk about, but it was something that we did want to talk about. But (laughs) go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. I mean, I have, uh, <laughs> for, so for us, right, like there's so much that rides on what we're able to put out, right? Like X amount, right? Like what can he provide, right? And so for people with a little backstory on where, I, where I'm really trying to go with this is I seen this video, right? And Cisco, I, I showed you this video. But they were talking about traditional roles of men and women inside of a heterosexual relationship. I'm going to be real specific on this, right? It's on this case because I don't understand any other type of relationship, right? So this is coming from a heterosexual, cisgendered male. Pronouns is he, him, his. (laughs) (laughs) He, him, his, right? Cool. So do you believe that that do you believe that in today's society that we are living by traditional standards or I don't want to say traditional more conservative standards or are we supposed to be living more towards a progressive standard of relationship again in a heterosexual relationship? Okay, so let me let me just make sure you're asking this. Let me make sure I understand what you're asking, okay? What you're asking me is, are we supposed to live in a progressive uh, progressive uh, relationship or are we supposed to be living in a more conservative one? Are you asking me, are we are we supposed to be or is society is the communities? Do you when you look out and look at it, do you see one more than the other? I guess is the real question. Do I see one more than the other? Absolutely, I yeah. see more of a I see more of a progressive uh, relationship, and but it's for it's for multiple reasons. So I, I'll I'll give you my standpoint on things. So I I grew up in in my father's from Mexico, my mother's from Philadelphia, um, but you know being a male, I, I got more of my values my masculine values from my father. Right. So, uh, once my, when my father and my mother split and I was old enough to see how my dad was with women. And after he got a girlfriend and who my stepmom is, uh, you know, I, uh, I grew up in a household where I sat down and we did not start eating until my father started eating. And I left my plate on the table for my stepmother to pick up for me. 
and if I like being Mexican, we ate tortillas a lot. So, uh, you know, if if there was no if there was no like my stepmom would get up and down from eating while we were all eating to make sure that everything was heated, make sure if we needed more things that we those things were gathered for us. If we were out of drink, drinks would be poured for us. That's how I grew up. I grew up that way. So I I saw nothing wrong with that. Until I started getting, not that I saw it wrong when I got older, but I started noticing that other people did it differently when I got older. But I realized more that that was a traditional, especially uh, immigrant traditional way of living more times than none. So that those were values that I looked for but didn't receive because not a lot of people grew up in that manner. And what I've noticed is that a lot of women that had grown, grown up in that manner wound up hating that because they felt that they were being taken advantage of. Mm-hmm. So uh, personally, do I, do I somewhat still look for that when I'm, you know, looking for a relationship? Absolutely. Uh, maybe not, to, maybe not to its entirety. Uh, you know, I can make wait, get up and heat up some tortillas by myself if I need to, but you know, uh, you know, it, the standard pretty much goes, and I know the video that you're talking about and the, vi- in the video, what they say is they say, uh, the, the, the young lady that's speaking says that she wants traditional core, like diplomatic, uh, values in a man, you know, like a, a, a God fearing man who is loyal and goes to work and, you know, brings home the bacon and things of that nature. And the gentleman asks her, asks her, well, if women want that these days, then, are they willing to be the same traditional woman that was during that time as well? You know, a wife that stayed home, cooked, made sure the house was clean, did the laundry and did all mm-hmm. those things of that nature. Um, and, and, you know, and he was saying that women these days want a man like that, but still want to be out in the streets, want to be a boss bitch, want to be, you know, how many mm-hmm. women are actually virgins before they get married um, and it resonated when he said that with the group and I, they didn't like it very much when he said that, but, um, I, I'm understanding of his point on that, you know, it goes back to the equality thing, right? Like if you want something you want to be, you need to be that too, what you're bringing to the table. Um, unfortunately, the reason that I believe that that can't really happen anymore or is not happening is because the number one thing is especially with you and I living in California, California is, is, is the cost of living in California is extremely ridiculous, extremely mm-hmm. ridiculous. So for a man to be a man of that caliber, he's got to be making, you know, $180,000 a year to make sure yeah. that his, you know, wifey and kids are good and, and she can genuinely stay home and, take care of everything that needs to be taken care of in a nice home. A lot of guys, a lot of people, they can't do that, bro. There's no jobs really that do that these days. So, you know, wifey got to go out and work. But on the other side of things, it's, um, you know, the the power of women has risen greatly over the last 30, 40, 50 years. So... Uh, uh, women understanding that, that they can be CEOs, that they can start their own businesses and make money. It's no longer a necessity 
it's no longer a necessity for them to find a partner that is offering all those things because they can take those things themselves. So they're allowing things, they're allowing to take things into their own hands so that they no longer need that. But wanting that, wanting that goes back to a, a more animalistic value of us being humans and it and the human in in with us being humans the female mind and the male mind are are different it's mm-hmm. a scientific fact that our minds are different our body structures are different for a reason but our minds are different so that is instinct for a woman to want that just like it's instinct for a man to want the things that he wants Mm-hmm. So it's not wrong for them to think that they they want these traditional values, but but it's we're so far past that now uh, that these these newer core values have changed, uh, but the values now have to be more equal on both ends, both ends. So that that that's what I believe. I, I believe that, yes, there are still people that look for those values in men and in women, and I, I don't fault them for looking at those things. Um, but we have to understand that things have progressed from that state. So it's 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 a little difficult to, to be put in that position. So, right. I kind of I kind of think of it a little bit where today's society's changed a little bit and in ways that I still think that there is a lot of women who are down to be, you know, this go-getter, you know, they're going to go get their college degree, their master's, and, and, you know, they want to work their job and have their careers, you know what I mean? There's still a lot of women who want that. And there's also the women who want to be stay-at-home moms, right? And and that's cool too, right? And then you get those, you get the third kind who kind of want to work a little knockoff job, but then they don't want to help. They don't feel like getting their money should pay the bills or, you know, everything gets supplied by daddy and blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, like, which is, that's, that's cool too. You know what I'm saying? If that's your life. But to me, for me, like, and this is kind of, kind of something I wanted to get into, which you about was like, for me, I would I, like even going because it's kind of going back to what we were talking about before. Like, I would need a, I think I might have to end up getting a girl who's like around Masons, right? Like, who either comes from like a Masonic family or something because, you know, we spend so much time at the lodge and, you know, like me, you know, me, I'm trying to be super active. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like for them to understand what it requires of me, you know what I mean? The time it's going to take up. And if you're trying to be stay-at-home mama, you know what I mean? Like, you're not going to see me. You know what I mean? So just understand, like, I, I will be at Lodge. So, you know, but if so, if I'm dating a girl who's going to have a problem with that, well, then that's going to be a fucking problem. Like, you know what I mean? But if they're going and doing their own shit, you know, taking care of the house, working out, you know, or got their job, their career, whatever the fuck it is, whatever makes them happy, that's just how I, that's just is what makes me happy. You get what I'm saying? I don't understand where people still throw around these. They say, oh, I want a man who's like a biblical man, blah, blah, blah. But then try to say, you know, toxic masculinity, all of the same fucking sense. Well, okay, so let me ask you this then. In, In that sense, that's where communication comes in, right? I feel like mm-hmm. communicate, and it goes back to the disagreeing and agreeing thing. 
the communication is the most standard portion of any relationship, whether you're starting out or already deep into the relationship, right? So with knowing the way that our society is currently, and whether it's a Masonic woman or not, or a fam- from a Masonic family or not, I mean, if you go on a first date with a female, I mean, you got to kind of kind of put it into perspective for them, like, look, this is what I do. This is what I've wanted to do. These are my ambitions. This is kind of the the time slate that I have and what I have on my plate to allow them to decide if, you know, they want to continue that or not. Because if you continue with somebody for that deep into a time, like say it's three to six months and you're, and then you're finally telling them like, look, if we're going to get serious and this is what you need to know about me, I mean, I mean, you, you've kind of fucked it up for yourself and for them and kind of wasted their time at that point. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and even for me now, like, and again, like this, dude, we've done really well keeping everything on on fucking topic. Um, you know, people might I not. You, I got you. I got you. People might not fully always agree with, you know, stay at home mom versus not stay at home mom. You know, stay at home dad versus not stay at home dad. You know, um, and even with like. So now with some of this stuff, I think what people really need to do is start putting these expectations out front, like you're saying, is front face value. I'm very open about my pursuit of masonry and all this shit. You know what I mean? It's not something I hide. You know, it's like, so I feel like now when I'm dating, it's something that I have to make very abundantly clear. Because it's like crumping, you know? It's like, you tell, I tell these motherfuckers, you know, dumb bras, like, I'm a dancer, like you know, like like I'm a dancer. Oh, now now we're demeaning women. Oh but, yeah. <laughs> I'm a piece of shit, dude. Come you're on. You're a racist and you demean women. Yes. <laughs> I'm high, people. Listen, I'm think I'm saying it as fast as I'm thinking it. Okay, just fucking stick with me, okay? Because I'm a piece of shit, right? And I make that very clear to people, like, and and especially you tell people when you're I'm, a piece of shit. Yes, I make that very clear. Like I'm not a piece of shit, bro. Don't do that. You can't. That's that's self fruition. You can't do that shit, bro. You're putting it into society. You're putting it onto the deprecation. Yeah, yourself. That's self deprecation, bro. You're not a piece of shit. I wouldn't talk to you if you were a piece of shit. Uh, well, thank you, but you know, well, I, well, okay. So my thing is, is I guess is. I I really generally don't care, you know, like now, like especially now, like I generally don't care to have a relationship. Like I just don't have the bandwidth for it. So yeah, you might you might consider me a dick because like, you know, I don't maybe we went on one date, now I don't want to go on another one with you, but it's like I don't it's I don't give a fuck. Like you know what I mean? Like I don't care because I already have X, Y, and Z going on. You get what I'm saying? Like, and that's why I say I'm a piece of shit because it's like, I don't care. Like, I don't care. Like, I'm sorry. Yes, I know you want to spend time with me or yes, I know you want to go on a date or yes, I know you want more of this. But it's like, I have X, Y, and Z. And that comes before you. You get what I'm saying? Like, this is because I, I would know too well, brother. I would hope that she would have X, Y, and Z and put that in front of me. Right, put that in front of me because that is your life. That is, yeah, yeah. Okay, so here's from I'll I'll say this from my perspective, from what I've learned, is that with with love, 
it's a slippery slope with those types of things because putting the things that you love in front of somebody else kind of deteriorates the love that they think that you have for them, which I don't think it should. I think that they need to be understanding and understand that, yes, you love them. You just, you're more in tune and understanding that the things that you love and your happiness need to come as well. Like just loving somebody isn't going to, you know, fulfill your want to do other things or put money in your pocket for the long run. Um, but it's a slippery slope because it can deteriorate the love that you have for somebody or the love that somebody thinks that you have for them. Right. Like mm-hmm. I'll put this as an example, but I'm not going to use a self example because that would be wrong of me to do, but like for you, for you, for you, you for instance, is like your podcast, right? So you meet a nice young lady and you guys hit it off and you guys are enjoying yourselves and you say, Hey, look, I do my podcast six times a week for two hours a day and I have to do this and it starts eliminating time that you have with her now she starts to think oh because he's doing his podcast he's spending less time with me so that means that he loves me less because he'd rather do his podcast but in your eyes you're like I stand strong with the love that I have with this female and I'm doing my podcast because it's something that I love to do and I genuinely want to do it and you see no issue because said young lady says, okay, I understand that you're doing the things that you love. And I love you enough to tell you that you need to do the things that you love too. But deep in her mind, she's like, well, now he's spending less time with me because he's, this is something that he loves to do and he's no longer spending time with me. So he loves me less because he loves this more. No, fuck with me on this. <clears throat> I put these things in front of this person, right? So let's say I was in love with this beautiful woman named Allison. And me and Allison love each other. And I make abundantly clear to her, I have X, Y, and Z. And these will mean more to me now, right? And even though I put these things before her, does not make my love equivalent to. Get what I'm saying? So because you allow me to tend to my masonry, I will actually begin to love you more, right? Because you allow me to tend to my podcast, it makes me love you more, right? Because you allow me to water my garden, right? I'm able to be more fruitful for you, right? I can be a better man because let's just say my let's just say my podcast is my sole source of income, right? If you allow me to devote myself to it, right? Not only can I provide to you, but I'm also doing what I love, right? And I also want that for them. For the simple fact, right? Let's say we do marry. Let's say we did, we take it all the way, right? But let's say one day I die and Allison has to go without me, right? Do you have something that will get you through it? Do you have something that will say, okay, now I have to put the pants on? Do you have a passion that you can follow to provide for the family? You so, you, so are you saying with that fact that a stay-at-home mom would be lost? No, 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 no. I think that I think with even stay at home moms that like, let's just say even somebody completely random. Right. In situations like that, that is what I would always warn them about. Right. If he was to die today, what would you have not only to provide for your children, but to maintain your own sanity? Right. You should sell life insurance. 
<laughs> no, I'm, just, I'm, just I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> like, do you like? And it's not even, and it's you know, and 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 depending on what your husband may have done to set you up properly, right, for his passing, you know what I'm saying? If you're set up, then that that's one thing, right? That's a that's a it's a that's a deep that's a deep conversation to have, you know. But for me, for me, what I'm looking for, you know, speaking just for myself is, is that it's, it's something I warned for, right? I, I, I wouldn't want, I wouldn't want a woman who worked, right? But I would need a mother who was skilled in case I passed, mm. right? <clears throat> I need a mother who's skilled in either the ability to cope or financial management. Or you get what I'm saying? Because I'm going to do everything in my power that if I were to drop dead, my wife and my son would never have to worry about a dollar. Would never have to worry about all, all expenses paid. You get what I'm saying? So I need her skilled enough to be able to cope, either either cope, right? Financially plan or be skilled enough and educated enough to take on the workforce, right? Because if I love you and if you've allowed me to love you the way I need to love you, Right. I've put I've put all things aside at this point now. Right. Like because you've allowed me to tend to my podcast. You've allowed me to tend to my garden. So we should be very fruitful. Right. And my love for you should be very fruitful. So, everything- you know, that's that's a good point that you bring up. And it's funny because Jordan said that in chat, too. He said, you know, for me, it's like, let's work hard together now so that when we get make it down the road, we could be in the position of you to be a stay at home mom or in a position to where, like you said, if by some reason I pass, you know, you guys are set up in a situation. And I think, I think that a lot of people don't view it that way. I think they view it more of a way as the right now, right? Cause that's what we have is the right now. Uh, we can't set ourselves up too far in the future because we never know if we're going to make it right. That's like, you know, a, a reason that I don't want to be abundantly rich or have all the fucking money in the world is because I'm not going to be able to take it with me when I die. Like I want to make yeah. enough money. I, I me mean, personally, I want to make enough money to I can continue to do this stream because I, bro, I love streaming. I love it. I love seeing people in my chat that I see every single fucking day and being able to play a new game and enjoying the new game and people being engaged in it and people talking to me and people telling me about what they did with their day or how their weekend was or people that I haven't seen in a while. Oh, I just had a baby. I just got married. I got I caught a deer. I mean, I uh, I can't say caught. What was it, Jordan? I, I, I killed a deer today. Can't say cock mm-hmm. because they didn't catch him. They fucking killed him. But, you know, like shit like that. I, I love those things. I love those things. So I, I, went, I went from when you, when you met me, I wanted to make all the fucking money in the world. And I was willing to do anything to, 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 to get to that point, whether that meant missing birthday parties, missing holidays, missing whatever the fuck I had to do, spending 90 hours a week at a dealership, doing whatever I had to fucking do, bro. Now, and I think the pandemic for this, but now I understand that, especially with having a child who I've been able to spend the last two years with, I, I've learned what true happiness is because I've seen it in a child and I've seen I've seen what we were born with, what we were initially supposed to be on this earth having, what we were given at this at, at our time of birth. And those are two things. It's love and empathy. Those are the two things that we're born with no matter what. Hate, violence, 
all those things that fear, all those things that we've learned now as adults, you know, in our late 20s and 30s, those are all things that we've learned or are taught. The things that we're born with are love and empathy. So if we continue to live with love and empathy, the things that we're, we're given, it will resonate with everybody. And I think that's why I resonate so well with, within my community, not only of my peers, but of the people that we stream with, because they see that I have that. You know what I mean? I, I, I genuinely love everybody that comes into my chat. I genuinely have empathy and I want to know how their life is when they come in my chat and they're new here and they make themselves known. And, you know, and even like, bro, it, like you shared my stream. So Jordan came in my stream to watch and he's been here ever since. Like I literally talk to this motherfucker through messenger and talk to him all the time. And, you know, his wife, watches me play video games and their kids you know like it's it's a beautiful thing and i'm able to have that with multiple people i mean to the point where like i have people that put my stream up onto their tv and they like their kids and their family eat dinner while watching me like that's such a strong feeling like yeah granted my viewer count may be low but i've impacted people strongly you know what i mean and being able to do that around this back right here but being able to do that has shown me that the path that i've taken to do something that i know that i love to do has not only lost me things and people that i've loved and that i do love but it, it was the right decision to do that because i have mm. self-fulfillment but when mm. people want to but when people want to come to the realization that hey we can do the things that we love and still love each other, whether it be friends or relationships or whatever the case may be. Once that comes into fruition and you understand that, then then we can do this all together. You know what I mean? Maybe we can make something bigger of it, if anything. So I, I do. I I I I was talking with my boy Sam earlier this or last week, and we were talking about how selfishness is 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 a double-edged sword right it depends on what you're selfish with now if you're selfish into the in the act of putting other people down for your for your own like to bring yourself up that's not wrong but if you're being selfish in the sense of there's a group of people that want to go out to the bar but you understand that you'd rather stream or do your podcast instead of going to the bar you're being selfish for the right reasons not like you're missing a little bit of time with your friends to do the things that you love yeah. You're not putting you're not putting anybody down. You're not creating violence. You're not doing anything. You're not spitting on anybody's name. You're doing something because of the things that you want to do. I've missed out on a lot of things because I want to stream. I've had a lot of people tell me like, "Oh, you'd rather stream than go and do this with me?" Absolutely, I would. And that's because that's why I feel the same way that I that that's the reason that I feel the way that I do right now. And the reason that I have the people in my community right now is because I've continued and been consistent doing this. You know what I mean? It's it's wild, bro. What Jordan said that sixty four looks good from the kitchen with your sexy self up there. <laughs> Thank you, bro. I appreciate that. Yeah, man. You know it's it's wild, and the it, but it also it all everything that we really talk have talked about tonight all revolves around love, honestly, and yeah. and, and and listening, communication, and understanding, and not putting each other down. Because those are the things that create hate. Those are the things that create separation. And once we start creating those separations and once we start creating hate and fear, it's very, very hard to get those things back. And if you can't get those things back, I mean, you kind of fuck yourself. You kind of put yourself into a position where you've 
either lost yourself or you've lost others. And once you lose yourself, uh, I mean, you're, you're, you can be, you might as well be gone. You might as well yeah. be gone. Yeah. I think, I think at the end of it, dude, it's like, yeah, everything. When I think, I think being, being, giving each other a chance to be brutally honest with about who we are, right. What we want and what we enjoy, I think is, is something that we're missing today. And I don't know why. I don't know, you know, whether it's in relationships, you know, our political theories, our opinions on what society should look like, you know, our opinions on what we should, shouldn't talk, whatever the fuck it is. I think it's, there's such a fear in not being able to be truly who we are. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I think when we give ourselves the more ability to forgive each other, right? That love, love takes course, right? And in those moments you forgive, you know, you come to an understanding, you laugh, you laugh about it. You, you look back, like, you know, like there's people who have disagreements and they look back 10 years, you know, and they say, hey, remember that time? Like we had that falling out, like, you know what I mean? It's like, oh yeah, I remember like, I seen you at the birthday party and it was cool after that. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, it's like you, you allow, you give yourself the space to let that fill the void. You know what I mean? And I just, I just really wish that moving forward, you know what I mean, dude? And I, and you, dude, knowing that Jordan is uh, beyond your streams, bro, trips me out. I've known old boy since the third grade, dude. That shit is so I great. know. We talked about that before. It's, it's dope, man. He, he's He's such a good, and I'm not just saying this. I'm not just saying this because he's in my chat, but he's such a good person. Oh, he's um, still here, man. Yeah, he's still in here, bro. But he's such a good person. Where let me tell you this. So uh, there's a group of of there's a group of three of us that stream together, right? And this man will literally be the first person in every single one of our streams. He'll donate fifty stars, you know, and it's not even like fifty stars is fifty cents on Facebook. I know you don't stream on Facebook, but. It's not even, we don't even look at it as like, oh, it's just 50 cents that he's given us. But it's the fact that it's something, it's a spark, it's, it's, it's gratitude. You know, not our, not the way I look at it is not only are we gracious of him coming into our chats and blessing us with who cares if it's 50 cents, but something and allowing us to know that he's there, but he's showing his gratitude like, Hey, you guys help me get through my work night or you guys help me, you know, uh, give me and my wife something to talk about before we go to sleep or, um, you know, just allowing like insights. And it's even gotten to the point where there was other streamers. So I, I don't know if I told you this, but what I used to do on my streams was when I had the money to do so, I, I, I've ran out of money. I don't have any money anymore. So, but what I used to do is I used to go on Facebook like once a month or something like that. And I would go and bless small streamers with like money, right? Like I would, I would charge my account up with like two, three, 400 bucks. And I would just go out and I would just give streamers money for doing funny shit or just cause they were dope or because they said that they needed help with getting a new microphone or something like that. And I was a small streamer giving back to small streamers. So there would be a list of streamers that we would go out and see, or I'd like share them on my page and things of that nature. And a lot of the times I would go into those streamers' pages just to kind of like lurk and watch their stream a little bit. And 
it was Jordan and a couple other people in my community, my moderator, Gigi, who's been with me for the last three and a half years now, and then another gentleman named James, and then just other people in my community that I would see, and I would, like, go and lurk in these other people's streams, and I would see them in their streams, like, interacting with these other streamers that we've blessed, and, and the way I looked at it is, it was like, the community is a branch of what I want in life or I, what I like, what I want to be known as, as a streamer. Right. So if I want to be known as a loving and caring streamer that gives out to other people, my community is now showing that they are that portion of me without me having to be there. And with Jordan doing it and James doing it and Gigi doing it and Sean doing it, like all these people going out and showing these other streamers love, like, Hey, it's basically like my presence is still there through them. You know what I mean? And, and it was the dopest fucking feeling. And it's hard to explain that to other people that don't understand like streaming and communities and stuff like that. But it was the dopest thing because I would be in there and nobody would know that I was in there. Nobody would know. And I would just see them interacting or giving stars or leaving a like or giving a share. And it's like, damn, like look at this train that we've committed to and created and it's just going to keep going and going and going and then i sat down and and i did like this kind of you know dialogue with another streamer who we did that or who i did that to i did that to him and then we actually wound up playing games together and i talked to him and he was like man imagine if you went and did this like once a week and you just started gaining followers because of it. And then other streamers started doing the same thing that you're doing and said, oh, like, look, so-and-so left you stars. So now all we want you to do is go and, sh like, your community to go show another person love. And you create, like, a chain link of streamers that have gone and gone and shown love. So, like, say I went and showed you love, right? So then you went and showed another person love. And you're like, oh, you know, Save showed love to Putch. And Putch showed love to Jordan. And Jordan went and showed love to so-and-so. And you just create this whole link of people that have shown love to. So now when you go into somebody else's chat, they have 20 fucking streamers that have shown love. And now everybody's like clicking on those streamers to see who they are, and you and you like become this big massive streamer because of this. And it was all because of your love and empathy. It would yeah. be insane to create something like that. And I, I, you know, I did it. I did it to, for a little bit of marketing issues, but the biggest reason that I started doing that was because I wanted to show people that. Bro, I we like Jordan was in here one night when we did it. I've gone back and looked at clips of what it was like when I first started streaming in this house alone. But when I first started streaming, I didn't have a camera, I didn't have a microphone. I was streaming straight off my Xbox. Like I, I had nothing. And then when I moved into this house, I had uh I had like this chair that's behind me, this fuck this, like a fucking table chair and a fucking plastic fold-out table with a microphone that crackled so you could barely hear what the fuck I was saying. And then we moved to, like, this production with high quality, like, a nice high-quality camera. Uh, I have a PC now that can I can game on and stream at the same time with a brand-new desk and have the lights and all. Like, I wanted to show people, like, this, just because this is where you're starting is not going to be where you finish. Exactly. You are, you are going to progress. And, and a lot of people... 
don't understand that your viewer count is going to say zero for a very long time. There, there's still times today where my viewer count says zero. Like there'll be, there, I've seen days where my fucking viewer count says twelve. I've seen where it says twenty-five. I've been as high as two hundred and fifty viewers in my chat before, and there's still, and there's still days where I see zero. But I know that I have love for this. I know that I'm impactful. And I know that people that are in my chat impact me as well. And I will never stop doing this. I don't give a fuck, bro. Uh, I stream while Peanut's here sleeping. I stream while Peanut's not here. I stream during the day. I, I stream pretty much whenever the fuck I can. There's days where, I, you know, I do feel off and I don't want to stream. But, you know, it, it is a job, essentially. And I, I, there's days where you want to take oh, yeah. a, you know, a time off. You know what I mean? Bro. Hey, dude, we gotta do we gotta do these podcasts more often. We gotta set up like a fucking date or something or something, dude. You tell me. I'm always ready. You know, I, I'm sure. I'm sure. So here's what I here's what I want to do. I want to get you because you have Discord, right? Uh, yes. Okay. I used to. Uh, well, you have a laptop, right? Yeah. Okay, that's who you're streaming off of right now. No, I'm using my phone. Hmm. Okay, well, there's a uh, there's like two or three other gentlemen that I want to get in, like I want you to talk to, uh, mm-hmm. that I want to get involved uh, with, and I would think I think it would be dope if we did like a four man podcast together, like yeah. one one episode. But I want I want like I want to get on a Discord call with you guys first and kind of all of us have a conversation just so we can so you can feel them out too. Um, but they're they are awesome individuals and they have conversations just like how we you and I have. Uh, and I think it would be dope to kind of get the, kind of get them involved. So I'll hit you with like a day or time for us to all get together and do that. But I think it would I think it would be great for your podcast and great for my stream as well to do that. Um, people in my stream already know who they are as well. So I think we should do that next. I think we should do another one of these episodes and because you've opened up to being a little bit more controversial and I have no choice now, but to have opened up because we did what we did tonight. Um, we said nothing crazy. We said nothing crazy, dude. We said nothing crazy. We tiptoed the line there though, but, but I don't know. I kind of said that. I kind of said some outlandish shit, but it's a fair point. It was a fair. I know exactly what you're thinking, and it's a fair point. I was like, well, fair point to you. Well, fuck them, dude. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I can tell you, bro. Is just fuck. Like you're not gonna satisfy everybody. There's just you're not. Again, you you couldn't be your authentic self, and and I want to see Cisco be Cisco, man. Like, yeah, of course. Like, cause I know I know you care about how people feel. I know you care about how people think and perceive you, and in a sense, how they perceive you. You don't want to be perce- be perceived as a bad person, cause you're not a bad person. You go out of your way. You go out of your way to be a good person. So, so there is that feeling, and it's like. <clears throat> So fuck them, dude. They will come to the realization when they continue to see your name floating around in the Facebook world and everywhere. And when you reach the heights and the sensations that you want to take this stream to, dude, like they'll realize, they'll realize like that they've misjudged you, dude. And and the the benefit is 
for them is that you're somebody who is reasonable enough to be like, hey, just come back to the stream, you know? Just, hey, come back. Welcome back. Welcome. Good, good to see you back, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and for me, too, you know, people can can disagree, whatever, and, and that's fine. They have the right to disagree, right? And I'm glad that... You're goddamn right they do. Yeah, and I'm glad we can disagree on things because you give, it gives me a reason to say, well, why do you feel the way that you feel, right? Or let me explain the, to you the way that I feel the way that I next feel. Time, so next time... I think that we should talk about topics that we do disagree on. Okay. Like what? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We got to find, you know, you and I text, you know, here and there. So we got to find something that we disagree on and have, and as soon as we find that topic, we'll be like, okay, hold on. Let's not talk about it. Let's talk about it in a podcast and be organic about it. So that way there's no like prior discourse. Like, like we got to and make it organic. So people can see what people can see what an actual conversation is about disagreeing with each other and how it can be resolved and maybe one of us will change our minds maybe one of us won't but if like if we don't maybe people will still see like okay there's humanity there's good people in this world that can disagree and still be fucking friends and do things together you know what i'll do a fucking ig submission for just debate topics Oh hell and yeah! You if you do, okay, out. do that, do that, and then I'll like, I'll look through the ones that you post, and I'll be like, okay, this is how I feel about this one, this is how I feel about this one, this is how I feel about this one, and then if we find one that that we, that we disagree on, we'll be like, okay, boom, and then we'll do it like an actual debate, and we'll both like prepare notes and 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 write down how we feel about shit and topics that we want to points that we want to bring up, and then debate like that. Boom! I think that would be I think that would be perfect, bro. Like an actual debate about shit. Yeah, and it it'd be cool too because like I just think that by the end of it all, you know, the I think that's part of it all. It will be be by the end of it all, they'll see two men who've had a discussion and a debate openly amongst our peers, right? Openly, like this is live. Like you know what I mean? Like this is live. So openly amongst our community and amongst our peers, and and work it out and actually have done some research and have have things to rebuttal or or whatnot yeah we'll, we'll, we'll get into some shit man. hey dude is there anything you want to leave the fucking smoking section with dude? We, we did two hours and two i got hours, bro. fat shit dude <laughs> i just want to tell people if you guys don't know this is corpse uh, if you guys can please go make sure you guys subscribe to his podcast he is on every podcast channel you could ever think of Google, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, fucking Anchor, whatever, anything that plays fucking podcast, this man is on. So make sure you guys check him out. Corpse, K-O-R-P-S-X, like you see right here on my shirt. Make sure you guys show him some love. Make sure you guys check out Corpse Collection on Facebook, Corpse Collection on Instagram, Corpse Collection on uh, YouTube. Give this man a subscription, follow. Make sure you guys hit the bell, turn on all notifications. Make sure you turn on story notifications so you guys can see whenever you guys, whenever he posts a story. Um, we are working on some more merch. I promise you that it will be coming as soon as we figure things out financially. There's some things that I gotta work out, guys. Uh, you guys know I'm fucking brown, fucking funny. But yes, as soon as we fucking come up with it financially, we will be dropping more merch. So make sure you guys give this man a follow. He has been very big in my life for the last five to six years, and I appreciate him for that. He's going through his own journey. 
He talks about it on his podcast. He talks about a lot of things on his podcast. He talks about it on his Instagram. If you guys want to see his son, his son is absolutely beautiful. So make sure you guys check him out. Uh, Like I said, Corpse Collection on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Make sure you check out his podcast, The Smoking Section, on everywhere that you guys can get a podcast. This is Putch, Corpse. Love him. Follow him. Follow him in dance. He's absolutely huge in the Crump community as well. This man does fucking everything. Like, you guys don't understand. So make sure you guys give him a follow. You guys can find his uh, links in my Instagram as well. So anything you have to say, bro? I appreciate you. I appreciate you for who you are. And I'm thankful that you're alive. And I hope that we continue to thrive in this world, brother. Yeah. Hey, you and um, me both, bro. And, 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 you know, dude, before we go, people got to understand, and I need to say this, I need to say this and make this abundantly clear. You need people like Cisco in your life. Yeah. People who are willing to have open discussions and challenge ideas. It'll not only make you a better person, but it'll also help you just, it'll help you see the world with different lens. And everyone needs that. We need to be always able to see through somebody else's eyes. Yeah. Um, I hope you keep moving. In, I hope you keep moving in grace, brother. And and you know I'm you know I'm your number one fan, man. And everybody, if you do have a chance, follow my man Jordan Locklear. Yeah. Follow him on Locklear. Facebook, Instagram. He's on Twitter. My man one oh Superman. My fucking dude. He. If you need a dedicated, not only. If you're an artist or somebody who's got something going on, he will support your shit. If he fucks with you, he's going to support your shit. If you need somebody who's an awesome friend, I've known him a very long time. Please, please check him out. Save One Gaming, Facebook streaming on YouTube as well. How are you breaking that up nowadays? Are you doing, are you switching back and forth? No, I'm doing on both platforms right now. So what Facebook has done, so I stopped Facebook for almost a month, and then they messaged me and they messaged a bunch of other streamers as well that they were gonna double uh, your star earnings every month. So I was like, you know what? Let me fuck with Facebook. And then Jordan had messaged me and he was like, you know, I think that you should stream on both platforms because not I have 900 over 900 followers on Facebook and I have 91 subscribers on YouTube. So he was like, you know, I don't think everybody that you stream to on Facebook understands that you stream on YouTube. So what you need to do is stream on Facebook a little bit, kind of keep putting it out that you're streaming on YouTube until you gain that following a little bit more. And I plan on staying on YouTube full time. So until, uh, you know, that, that following grows a little bit more, I'll be on both platforms. Catch him. Facebook, YouTube, subscribe button, hit it. My man, I promise you guys, everyone who hears this, there's more coming. If you thought today was wild, it's going to only get crazier. I thought we did okay. I didn't think we got too crazy. My man, Cisco, I love you, brother. Thank I you for being with me again, man. Um, I'll holler at you right now, too. All right, brother. Have a good night, man. All right, brother. One love. All right, brother. One love.